In case you didn't know, the Fantasy Daydreamers go live every Sunday and Wednesday night. Come hang out with us as we get more in-depth about fantasy, answer your specific questions, and you guys can watch the recording of the podcast that you're about to listen to right now live. Uh, Twitch.com slash Media is where you can catch all of that. Make sure to follow and click that notification bell so you guys never miss whenever we go live. Producer Keone, drop that beat. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am JJ. I got Ryan and Keone here with me tonight. What up, y'all? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? Have a good week? Bad week? Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Weekend went by fast. Yes. Mm. um, Back on that grind. Back on that uh, fantasy grind as well. What? Tuesday. You went to Applebee's? Dollar, dollar margaritas. Dollar margaritas, huh? I got a basketball game that night, too. I want to go I want to go drunk. I be lit, bruh. Oh, my goodness. I, on, dollar margaritas. I am so sick of hearing those commercials, though. Because yeah, it's like too, crazy it's train. Like, and it's just like, I, I, I. It's like, oh, okay. One Ugh. dollar margaritas. I'm sorry. You're Applebee's. I'm never going to you. I'm, n- I'm never going to Applebee's. Saying, there's no reason not to. Unless you, you sponsor us, Applebee's. Hey, what time? You sponsor hey, what time us, Applebee's. On, what time are you off on Tuesday, JJ? Something I wish I was drunk for: the game of the week. <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah, Lions at Ravens. We I can talk about it out. on the Twitch after. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, this game did not turn out like we all thought it would. Um, I don't think we really learned much from this game. It was 35 to nothing headed into the fourth quarter. The Ravens just dominated this game. The final score, 38 to six. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about from this game? Um, I mean, I think we learned a little bit, not necessarily fantasy wise, but like NFL wise. Yeah. I okay. think we learned that like when the Ravens are on, they're really good, like on both sides of the ball. And then the Lions, it's like, yeah, oh, that's right. They're still the Lions. So they have as a, fr- as a franchise, they, you know, have a lot of, they still have some growing up to do. And yeah. so Lamar threw for 357 yards, three touchdowns through the air, added 37 rushing yards and another touchdown on the ground. Uh, just dominated. Yep. He really, really, did. really hurt me going against him in <laughs> two leagues. E. Yeah. Uh, and Mark Andrews connections locked in loaded again so yeah yeah mark like andrews scores preseason's done um tight end day you know, yep. plays every mark andrews scored two touchdowns on the day uh gus edwards the running back who really got the work in this game 14 carries 64 yards got in the end zone added one catch for 80 yards uh pretty good fantasy numbers for him mm-hmm. that's going to be like 99 percent of his receiving yards for the season no yeah <laughs> oh yeah definitely. i mean it was all it was all after yards after the catch so yep. i mean to give him credit but we should just check back and see how many more he has like when, yeah okay like... <laughs> producer Ian, make a note of that uh zay know. flowers four catches 75 yards you're still starting <laughs> even though 
Yeah, not he went. Yeah, uh, Mark Andrews. I mean, sorry, Lamar Jackson went elsewhere today for, you know, a good amount of. But still, it's like yeah, seventy five yards. It could have been worse. Uh, Odell five catches, team high. Uh, team high seven targets, forty nine yards. Is he worth adding stashing? No. Nope. 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 Um, Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, the the Lions. Um, all garbage time. But um, other than golf, all fantasy relevant. Jameer yeah. Gibbs touched the ball 20 times, 10 targets, uh, 126 yards total. Ran one in, picking up his first career touchdown ever. Good for him. Just a nice play where the, the Lions actually looked like the Lions for one play in this game. Hey. And Gibbs went untouched from about 20 yards out to get that to get that first touchdown. Like Keone said, I love I'm it on, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Nine, 10 targets, nine receptions. Mm. Gibbs fantasy wise. It just makes me excited. If Montgomery's out long-term. It sounds like I Montgomery's going to miss at least one more week, if not a couple more. Oh, next week. I mean, versus oh. the Raiders. So, so yeah, if, if Gibbs is playing, um, I know last week I talked about, or last time I talked about, uh, Craig Reynolds, but that was very dependent on Jameer Gibbs, and clearly Jameer Gibbs is like very good. The guy there, as uh, yeah, as if he's the number one, he he's the, a good number one. Yeah, the guy there without Montgomery. Yeah, yes. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown, nineteen targets, caught thirteen of them, one hundred and two yards. Oh I mean, my goodness, a lot of garbage time, but well, hey, it turned into a fantasy day. The the guys get it done. You know, yeah. your your got your fantasy guys, your studs, they get it done some uh, some way, some you know. So I don't care, garbage time or nothing. It, he did it. Yep, and then uh, Sam Laporta caught six passes on seven targets for fifty two yards. Yeah. All all Wait. three of those guys are top twelve in their position on the week. Top four, is that what you said? Top twelve. Oh, sorry. Where do you think Sam Laporta is though? Laporta is uh, closer to like eight or nine. I think so. Yeah, on the oh, week because yeah, you have he's like you have like top like five, top six. So you have you have Kelsey, you have Andrews, you have Waller. Um, who else? At the time have, of recording this, he is eight because you got Taysom Hill, Goddard, Waller, Mark Andrews, mm-hmm. Dalton Kincaid, Gerald Everett. There you go. Wait, all, all guys just for this week. Yeah. Oh, are oh, you talking okay. about overall? Yeah, yeah I was talking about like what you think he's going to be for oh, the rest yeah. of the year, kind of. Because I mean, yeah, he's man, a top five guy. Even, he can be. Oh. It, feels, it feels like if you can produce in a blowout, like you got your ass kicked and you guys still produce fancy, that's amazing. Yeah, at the time of recording this, he's, he's number two. But uh, yeah, I mean, okay, you think about it between the between those three players, St. Brown, Laporta, and Gibbs. That's like forty. That's over forty plays. And that's all pretty much garbage time. Like, come on. That's like, we talk about them being a high powered offense. Yeah. Like, there you go. Like, even when they suck, they get a lot of plays done. Yeah. They still get it done for your fantasy team. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's move on to some news. All right. Before Sunday's game, the Rams placed running back Kyron Williams on IR. Uh, The Steelers placed tight end Pat Frymuth on IR as well. So those guys are going to miss at least four games. Cut Pat. Second I mean, time yeah. he's on IR this season, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was I mean, he, he was, was he was out. He was Maybe out. He was out for a couple weeks. He was yeah, out. he was out. He could have come back this week. And then it was like, oh. The thing about Pat is on Thursday, they were talking about, oh, he should be good to go this week. And then when you, when Saturday, you he's on IR. Late, it's, it's done for me. 
There's mm-hmm. no reason to have him. And it's the tight end position. You really don't need. Yeah. Him. Yeah. I, 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 there's so many people out. I don't even know if you want to put an IR spot on him. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if no. you have one, I guess. But there's there's other people out there. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson left early with a concussion. They said that he was cleared to return. Uh, but they didn't want to risk him playing. Head coach Kevin Stefanski said that he will start next week. Mm. I don't want to talk about this. I'm going to cry. <laughs> all right, let's talk about this then. Falcons <laughs> running back Bajan Robinson was, quote, oh feeling all that great, <laughs> according uh. to head coach Arthur Smith. So, Ryan, <laughs> you have a nomination for one of our awards, right? <laughs> this is end of the season, locked and loaded. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. It's so crazy. It's, it, it, Arthur Smith, you draft Kyle Pitts, top four pick. You draft Drake London. Then you draft B. John Robinson. And then out of nowhere, you don't give him a single touch until the last offensive play of the game. Why'd you put him in then if he wasn't feeling well? Just not Arthur feeling Smith, all that I nominate great. you for the Bruce Arians Biggest Bitch Award. Bruce Arians is retired. Cliff Kingsbury's doing something like, you know, some like offensive, like assistant, whatever type of role he's doing to bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. But he's basically done being head coach. Arthur Smith, you are now the golden child. Yeah. Because you are the biggest bitch of the NFL. And it's it's absolutely true. Leading. He's mm. definitely leaving the pack right now. Johnu Smith should not be this fucking important <laughs> to your team. Uh, Matt Collins <laughs> shouldn't be this fucking important to your team. <laughs> Tyler Ajir shouldn't be this fucking important <laughs> to your team. I'm not mad at Tyler Ajir. I'm more mad at no. Cordell Patterson getting all the t- all the mm. touches. I, I I also agree with Cordell, but at least like like Cordell. I always kind of root for him. Like, now put him on the punt return. Low. Put him on the kick return. Let him go get those. Let him I chase do. Those I want numbers. him to be on punt return and kick return and get some like wild gadget plays every once in a while. But these other guys are on the field so much, and you have so much talent, more talented players. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess Bijan was just feeling sick, uh, so shouldn't shouldn't be anything to worry about going forward. Mm. Uh, but it just Our, sucks if, if you played him this week. Yeah. Our chat says straight to jail for Arthur yeah. Smith. Yeah. Uh, Bears running back Deontay Foreman left in the fourth quarter with a back injury. Yeah, carrying, uh, that, carrying that team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say this game was uh, over whenever he left. So mm. um, that that might have had something to do with it. Stay tuned. FF Daydreamers on social media. Uh, Browns running back Jerome Ford left early with an ankle injury. Cream uh, Hunt took over. Hmm. Fucking kill me, dude. Oh my god. Get ah! this last touchdown <laughs> on fourth and goal, bro. That shit was crazy, man. Let's go. Joku drops two touchdowns and somehow it goes Kareem Hunt touchdown. <laughs> And he's going to be a top 15 fucking running back. Oh, is he? Oh, Yoni's luck this season. (laughs) And this price is crazy. Oh, my God. It's so good. Like, it shouldn't be this good. Like, you know, I objectively like you do. You caught me on all my stuff. And like, I'm making 
I'm like overvaluing people, you know, on, on these things each week, but then they live up to these expectations. Uh-huh. It's crazy. <laughs> it's just... The logic is not all the way there. The logic <laughs> is how, how good did they do last week? Uh-huh. And he follows it and <laughs> that logic seemed to work. I don't, yep. hey. Oh, hey, it's hey. so wild. Can't be mad at it. It's, it's, yeah. It's funny. Uh, they will remember me in history <laughs> <laughs> as the guy who always went into the fights. He's like, oh, he lost the fights. But then somehow, you know, Won the judges the changed the score. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Chargers tight end Gerald Everett left early with a quad injury. Ugh, the whole Screaming team tight end. Maybe I scored a touchdown before he left. So that's true. Yeah. Packers tight end Luke Musgrave uh, injured his ankle and left early. Really? It wasn't his head after getting dis- <laughs> like destroyed? I thought it was. In oh the notes, gosh. I wrote that it was his head, and then I looked at it later, and it was like, it's that ankle, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll change that. Yeah, because huh? like he so got a weird place oh, boy. ankle. Right? It's just yeah. his brain is so messed up, it was telling him his leg was hurt. <laughs> That's how wild. Yeah, because he took a huge hit. Yeah. Uh, the guy who hit him got ejected. So. Rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, that'll do it for the news. Let's move on to some awards. This first award, the most valuable player from the week. This is the MVP award. Who do you think you are? I am. And I'll go first. I got Travis Kelsey. Uh, pretty obvious one. He is really, really good. 13 targets, 12 catches. Led the league in receiving yards on the week. 179 uh, he caught one of those weird Kansas City balls right behind the center, but was hit immediately. It didn't really work, except that it did. Kelsey stuck the ball up behind his head and with his back to the goal line, somehow found his I way swear into he was the end zone. For a second, he was. That was I, that was that was called the Taylor Swift push. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I thought they were gonna call forward progress. Like, come on, this man was down and. I don't know. He scored the touchdown. He probably shouldn't have, but he did. Um, just another amazing week from Travis Kelsey. Huge win for the Chiefs beating the Chargers. This is three weeks in a row. Travis Kelsey's been a top three tight end. So, Yeah, he was he phenomenal. Him. The Chargers are wild. They're not phenomenal. No, they're not. They're just wild. Hey, the yeah. best player on the team? Let them go crazy. <laughs> hey. hey. That it's hard just... to stop. It's it is hard to stop Travis Kelsey. Though. No, I get it. Yeah. it what is like... wrong with Austin Eckler? That's my question. You know, uh, it was it just didn't Joshua Kelly have the touchdown? Like, yeah, what? it was a long touchdown. Joshua and... Kelly's only good when Austin Eckler is on the field. It's true, right? that is this is bags. <laughs> he's so, not good as his own back, but man, he's... as a change of pace, uh, Austin Eckler, I think his ankle is just not right. Yeah. You saw that even when he hopped off. Yeah. Yeah. True. So, uh, but so like, yeah, Austin Eckler is like the anti kryptonite or like the sun, I guess, for Joshua Kelly. I don't know. It's wild. Right, who you guys got for MVP? Uh, my MVP is going to be Lamar Jackson. I mean, we talked about it earlier in game of the week. He was just filthy, and you blow out a great Lions defense like this, mm-hmm. and he was making moves. The connection with Mark Andrews there, Zay Flowers, Nelson Aguilar, Odell looks like from four years ago. You know, it just. The team looks great. I mean, we made the Gus Edwards joke. ADR reception is huge for Lamar stats in general. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just, if he's going to start cooking in this offense, like it should be, because we kind of saw some good plays and some bad plays earlier, sparks of this type of dominant offense. But this looks like MVP Lamar. 
Yeah. Mm. And you have this on your fantasy team. He had, th- I think him and Patrick Mahomes were tied for the most fantasy points for quarterback this week. Both were dominant and both. Uh, just that, just that play where he spins out of the sack, just breaks it and then rolls out mm. and keeps his eyes downfield and, and still able to make that throw. He's not doing I mean, that in the past. He's taken off and mm-hmm, running in the past. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's probably the only quarterback that can do that, though. Like, that's yeah, true. Thing. That's how that's how phenomenal he is right now. But yeah, they they look the most put together this week, and especially Lamar. Like he was like, oh yeah, this guy. This is why, you know, he has that contract, and you know, he is the guy there. Um, I'm gonna go uh, another guy. This is De- this Deontay Foreman. You know, he, he had a he had a. He had a great game. That. He deserves that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, um, now I know, you know, these guys, Lamar and Kelsey were great, um, you know, and Kelsey had his touchdown in front of his lady friend slash business partner, Taylor Swift. But, you know, Deontay Foreman, you know, he's like, all right, everybody else is injured. I'm going to come off the bench. And uh, he had himself a game. Not one. Not two, but a three, my lord. Three touchdowns. Hurdled somebody too. That was yeah. nasty. You know, so you had two on the ground, Good one hurdles. through the air, versus a Las Vegas Raiders defense, who we thought he could do it against, and he did. Um, 19 touches on the day, 120 total yards from scrimmage, 5.6 yards per carry. He basically was this offense. And, you know, he showed like, yeah, he's a really good running back that, you know, why go to go back to Khalil Herbert or, you know, Roshan Johnson, like he is, he is very, very capable. Um, So, yeah. And who knows when else he'll get another opportunity for MVP of the week. And <laughs> so, uh, yeah. at number nine, getting his first uh, W. Hey, we love to you see know, it his for... locker room. Look behind him. Gave yeah. him the game ball. There you go. It was nice, oh, you know. Maybe Beige yeah. at number nine is the new quarterback. Could be. I mean, picked him up in Dynasty. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. but yeah, I'm I'm Both glad I picked up Deontay Foreman on Saturday night yeah. <laughs> and played him because oh my goodness, that was a great right. move. Yeah, agreed. Those are your MVPs. Let's move on to our next award. This is the play or player that made you shout damn at your TV. This is the damn award. Damn! AJ, I think you should go last on this. Okay. Because, okay. man, you you are the winner. But Puka, Nakua, filthy catch, uh, gets hit by Fitzpatrick. It was on the sideline. He toe touches. He had a huge day today. But that catch, it was just, it comes off, uh, play action. And I don't know how he headed onto the ball, but that was filthy. That play was just, it was just, damn, Puka coming mm. up big. Yeah. Yeah. You called it. it and loved it all at the same time. Have him on my dynasty team. So I needed Puka to do good, but also don't want Puka to. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, I faced him in two leagues then. Gosh, these, and he, yeah, you were right, Ryan. You called him as the, uh, the comeback player of the week. And uh, it was great. He had a great game against my multiple of my teams um a guy who i did not do as great but still had a damn moment just because i kind of it was a little bit scary when it happened but it was also a wild play drake london um in the third quarter of the game he caught a 13 yard pass and tried to go for the end zone and it seemed like he had got there or was very close but and then he might have fumbled the ball but apparently he was it was ruled that his hand had 
just barely, barely grazed the uh, the turf before the ball came out of his hands. But I'm more damn because that man landed straight on his neck. <laughs> like, how is or how are you okay, sir? That was crazy. Like this, he was standing straight up. You took a picture of that, and it's like, dang, he's trying to do a handstand with no arms. Like it's wild. <laughs> like his neck is shorter after that. Is that the break dancing, bro? Yeah, he is. You know, just spinning on his head, but yeah. it's wild. Um, and then, of course, a play later, Desmond Ritter fumbles. So you know, and then Kyle Pitts also had a great Desmond Ritter. God yeah, damn. Uh, Kyle, Kyle Pitts also had a damn play where he caught like behind the oh, back, yeah, like, that was... showed basically sh- like showed it to the defender and then brought it back. It's like I think it was better than B John's behind the back catch. Like, yeah, yeah, it was wild. So um, was, that, that was a crazy catch. Yeah, so Falcons I don't like think a team should have to catch the ball that many times behind their back. <laughs> I agree. Um, so that's why I say- put it forward, Desmond Ritter. <laughs> yes, ahead of them, They're, you're yeah. supposed to lead them. It's yeah. back shoulder, but not every throw. It's he's, just, he's just worried about him going across the middle with the safety coming down. Doesn't want to lead well, him too far into the he, hit. Kyle you know? Pitts had another one where he almost caught actually dropping it where he it was. Maybe like a like a foot off the turf, and he spun around to get it, and it kind of like ended up slipping out of his hands when he tried to re like re put it up to his chest. But mm. I was like, bruh, that's that's just not a pass that happens that often. No. Yeah. So yeah, I was I was saying like, oh, the the Atlanta pass catchers they're gonna do great this week, and it's like as long as Desmond Ritter, you know, gets the ball where it needs to, <laughs> and then they are just doing all the work. Um, yeah, so that was another damn play. My damn play is Jake Bobo. This play mm. was ridiculous. Um, playing with DK Metcalf, missing the game, missing his first game ever. Um, Bobo lined up on the outside, runs a double move, starts going in, and then fades to the back corner of the end zone. Geno Smith stares him down the entire route, like does not take his eyes off of him um it didn't work really the route the db was right there the entire time the coverage was great the placement of the ball was just better gino has an incredible throw but bobo's catch one hand throws his right toe down to the ground um they called it incomplete in that he was out on the field but replay showed that he snatched that ball and did get both feet Mm. down that right foot that did touch those yeah. oh man that was it was like a crazy crazy catch the footwork i was going crazy at the tv i yeah. love a great a great toe tap and that was mm. amazing yeah there were there were a lot of them this week but yeah that one for sure was like oh dang and yeah it reminds they, me of santonio holmes in the corner of the end zone mm, yeah and because it was it was wild because it didn't look like his i don't think his whole <laughs> foot got it but his toes did yeah, yeah so it's like little, oh if his heel hits first, mm-hmm. he's out. But yeah, he, he got his toes first, and that's if all his, that matters. If his peaky toe hits first, he's out. Yeah, very true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He literally re- landed on his big toe, like it was <laughs> yeah. crazy. Big toe. Yeah, yeah. It's wild stuff. But that's the NFL. You know, that's that's why we love it. Yeah, yeah that's the absolute winner. Mm. I'm, was, I'm mad I didn't crazy. I didn't make the notes. That would have made him and put that first. Uh, that'll do it for our awards. Let's move on to the waiver wire. First, is there anyone you think people should be adding, uh, but they're over 45% rostered, so they don't qualify for this segment? 
I'll have yes. to keep saying it every week. Rashid Rice. He's so good, guys. Mm. Another when he starts down. playing more than 50% of the snaps, he's going to be a fantasy monster. Again, five receptions, a touchdown. When he's on the field, he's getting targets. He's in on the field now on important moments. He's at, He is phenomenal after the catch. He's getting open. He's earning targets. He's not even getting these little touch passes like, mm. like Darius Tony. Being forced targets like Sky Moore. No, this guy is it. 46% is ridiculous. This guy, I think, has now three weeks with over 10 fantasy points. We double check this. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, MVS is going to ruin his day sometimes, Mm. um, which is unfortunate. Uh, But yeah, Rasheed Rice is definitely the wide receiver you want to roster on the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, three straight games over 10 point fantasy points and yeah. four out of the last five games. Nice. I like it. Uh, I got Kareem Hunt. Uh, Jerome Ford went down, um, and Kareem Hunt scored two touchdowns. This is two weeks in a row. He's been in top 15 back. Uh, he's not giving a ton of touches, but they're they're meaningful. Two touches, two two touchdowns is is really good. <laughs> Um, I'll go another running back because I have another player as well that could, I have like two guys, um, but I'll go, we talked about him earlier, Gus Edwards, you know, it was an inflated week. So let's, let's just be honest with that. First off, it was an inflated week. So he's not going to do, you know, an 80 yard catch again, even though mm-hmm. again, a lot, pretty much all of it after the catch. So that was basically a run. Um, but he's 50.5% rostered. Um, and he had 144 total yards including that catch um 15 total touches and a touchdown on the ground so pretty great day looked good 4.6 yards per carry the offense like we've talked about looked best it has pretty much all season this is a very good team if it keeps playing like this a very scary team very definitely in contention for AF- the AFC um and you know this could be an outlier on the season but you know, I I like his matchups coming up with Arizona and Seattle. Like those are two good games where he could, you know, viably produce. And he's had over 10 touches in each game since week two. So, you know, 10 for a running back might not be a lot, but it's a consistent number that shows, okay, they are using him and committed to him. So that's at least positive. All right. So let's get into the actual waiver wire now. Who is someone oh. 45% or less rostered that you would be adding this week? I thought we were going to say our other guys as well. Oh. <laughs> That's all right. We can, you can, we can. You can go ahead and give us, give us your other guy. I was just going to go Joshua Palmer. Ah. Um, they face, I think he's like around 56 point or 56% rostered. Um, uh, did really good in week seven and they face Chicago in their next game. Um, he gets thrown to, so he gets, he yeah. gets a lot of, a lot of passes seven. So, from start from week three, seven, eight, they had a buy seven, seven targets. So, and he's had at least 10 fantasy points in the past four games. So, you know, could be a flex option. It's definitely him and not Quentin Johnson there. Oh, Johnson for sure. Yep. Yep, yep. Yep. Talking about that though. Why, why do you think Keenan Allen has really kind of slowed down? You know, you look at the he, first three games, he was like seven, eight, 18 last three games. I think it's like four, Five and four, eight and five, or something. It just feels like defenses have been getting pre- defenses have been getting pressure. Like you know, he's Keenan Allen's kind of a deep ball guy, and he's 
like an over to top over the top guy and you can't throw those if you're running or if your linemen are being pushed back into you and uh, justin herbert has herbert to escape for his life too. so herbert missed my touchdown today yeah herbert yeah, is I mean, uh rattled. he still saw nine nine targets only had four catches though and if mm-hmm. he scores that touchdown you know he's inside the top 36 <laughs> it's just still not great <laughs> but uh Mm. He's been a little touchdown dependent though, because last two weeks they are he scored touchdown, right? That's what I was gonna say. Is the Chargers kind of are have been figured out? I think a little bit. Mm-hmm. Their mm-hmm. their offense is not moving like it was at the beginning of the season. Whether it's the defenses figured them out or they're just playing better defenses. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're just not moving like they were. Mm-mm. All right. So now, someone forty five percent or less rostered. Who you guys got for the waiver wire? Uh, I go uh, Daryl Henderson. Like you said, Kyra Williams is on IR, and Henderson got 18 carries, 61 yards, and a touchdown in his first game out. Uh, if he's going to get that type of usage, there's no reason for him not to be picked up on basically most rosters. There are no buys next week, which is pretty wild, and he is playing against Dallas, so it's not the best matchup. But if you need a back, he's very playable if he's getting that type of volume. Yeah, I got Daryl Henderson, too, only 6% rostered. Um, he is also seems to be the pass catching back there for whatever it's worth. Uh, I mean, he he's, was the only running back to see a target in this game. Uh, yeah, Royce Freeman carried the ball 12 times, but I think that they're going to turn to Henderson first, and I wouldn't be worried about Royce Freeman. I guess if you are in a super deep league, you could add Royce Freeman, too. Um, but I got Daryl Henderson as my number one ad as well. Um. I got a Taysom Hill tight end, you know, this Swiss army knife or player, you know, he leaves us confused at what he should be and like what he's playing. Cause it's kind of a cheat code in a way where it's like, sir, you're quarterback, but you get listed at tight end. So, you know, um, it works out for him. Cause he's been a top tight end or top 10 tight end the past two weeks um, where he's had over, had over 12 fantasy points in week six and seven. He had seven catches on eight targets for nearly 50 yards plus a rush in week six. That was in week six. And in week seven, he had 68 total yards, nine touches, including some runs. So I think he had more runs than he had catches and he got in the end zone. So they use him in the wildcat or just in order to change up this offense. Cause you know, Derek Carr just sometimes is not, you know, it's just sometimes it's stagnant. And so they need to, um, and the saints, oh my goodness, their matchups coming up for tight end are incredible in the foreseeable future. They have Indy, Chicago, Minnesota. Then they have their bye. Then they have Atlanta, Detroit. Those are all in the green, according to ESPN. So uh, those are, and like the games that he's done well in these past two weeks, they've been against matchups that are green, I guess, whatever, you know, to take that as you will, but they've been positive matchups for him. And that's when he's done well. So I'm just saying like he is, it looks, it looks really good for his production. If he can stay this way for the next six or however many weeks. Uh, going with the tight end position as well. Dalton Kincaid, uh, 31% rostered came out and had eight targets, eight receptions for 75 yards. It seemed like they were making a pretty good effort to try to get him the ball. Dawson Knox only had three targets, one reception for 10 yards. Wasn't truly that involved in the offense. So is this things, you know, saying like, hey, it's time for this guy to start getting involved and be the second guy. Gabe Davis only had one reception. Yeah, one reception for six yards. 
Duncan Cade is the second guy behind Stefan Diggs. I mean, he could be a fantasy tight end that's tight top, top 10 worthy. Yeah, Dawson Knox uh, dealing with a wrist injury still. So mm. uh, definitely seems like it's limiting him and, and boosting Kincaid. Uh, I got Dante Foreman, 42.8% rostered. Uh, Keone talked about him earlier. Three total touchdowns, 120 total yards. He did leave early with a back injury, though. And five different ball carriers touched, ran the ball for the Bears. Um, it was mostly Foreman and Darrington Evans, but I'm worried that it's going to be a full committee, and we know Foreman won't score three touchdowns each week. That's why he's my number two instead of my number one. Um, Roshan Johnson also, who's been in concussion protocol, should be coming back soon and was running above Foreman before the injury, before the concussion. I do think it'll be Foreman. He's clearly proved that he should be the lead back here um, ahead, but I think with Roshan coming back, it's just going to turn into more of a committee, three-headed backfield. Um, so that's why he's my number two instead of my number one, but you can definitely go at it. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I have Foreman as well. Um, he's really good, and or he looked good, you know, and... We'll see how that back injury plays out, but they also face the Chargers, who like are a better defense, like better defense than you know I would say like their their numbers or average shows. But you can score big plays on them. That's the thing. You can get like big chunk plays on this Chargers team. So that and that's kind of what he is pretty good at, you know. And especially in the the red zone or the goal, like you can use him and score. So I think he can stay up and stay in your lineup for at least another week. For sure. Um, another guy, deep target on the wide receiver here, Kendrick Bourne. Mm. Kind of looks like he's finally becoming number one here in the Patriots offense. Uh, it's kind of hard. I know the Patriots offense is not that great, but uh, 18 receptions last three games with over 20 targets. Got a touchdown today. If he's going to get that involved in the offense, he's playable. He's a flex play. I'm not loving it, but. Wave wire is not truly that great. So. Mm. I'll give you one better. Josh Downs. Well, you guys have one better. I do agree. I can't. <laughs> we can't all three have Josh Downs. I, hey, I respect well, it. We, um, yeah, three weeks in a row, Josh Downs has been a wide receiver 30 or better. Um, he's the second wide receiver you want on this Colts team behind Michael Pittman. Seen six or more targets in the last three weeks. Scored a touchdown each of the last two weeks. The man's on fire right now, so if you need wide receiver help uh, or someone to come off the bench during bye weeks, yeah, there's no bye weeks this coming up week, but go add him now because there's going to be more buys. I actually did have to play him this week. Jamar Chase was on buy. Really glad. He went for 120 yards, scored that touchdown. Um, mm. Yeah, help help me uh, get it, win a fantasy game this week. So Yeah. Yeah, I have been talking about Josh Downs for the past few weeks, and you should be getting him. Gardner Minshew loves to throw like him the ball, like way more than Anthony Richardson did. And with Anthony Richardson out for the season, it's going to be Minshew mania until the end of January or December or whatever. Um, yeah, it's just it's cool. It's very cool and good because Minshew makes is. I think good enough and can have good enough games for both Michael Pittman and Josh Downs to be viable options. And like this team is, is good. Like they have a good O line, like both Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor look good as well. But like 
it's not one or the other. Both Pittman and Josh Downs are viable fantasy options with Minshew at quarterback. And like, I don't know if that says more about Minshew than it does Anthony Richardson, but like, I think it's more that Richardson had a specific style of play and he's also a rookie um, more than like Minshew is this incredible, incredible fantasy player. But, you know, still he, he played great in this past game. So, but yeah, Josh Downs, three great weeks in a row. I think he's going to keep getting targets. And yeah, I just, it's been, it's one of those guys where you pick out of the, pick out of the waiver wire and it like, it's like, yes, he, he's living up to what, you know, been consistent. So it's always great to see that. Yeah. A flex candidate every week, uh, mm-hmm. even, even without buys. Yep. All right. Anyone you guys are dropping. Fuck it. Justin Fields. <laughs> uh, he's just, I know he's not on IR, but he's going to be out for a few weeks and I don't know. I just, it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. You're not sure if you can play him any week. And I know, I know you probably be like, Oh, just trade him. Yeah, you could do that. But I don't know who would want him at this point. Like that's going to be really tough to get some trade value for him. Um, and if you like, especially if you need wins, I think it might just be worth it to like stream people versus keeping him on your team. Like I like, I, I low key in this, like in week seven, I dropped him. I had to make the tough decision because of buys to drop him to pick up Geno Smith as a streamer. So like you might just have to do it. And you know, it's we're at a point in the season where that's okay. Zach Evans, (laughs) right? Rams running back. You didn't even have a week. Yeah. You know, fantasy season week six or week seven to week seven. (laughs) Yeah. Your lies. That's over with. Yeah. See you later, Zach Evans. Yeah. It was fun while well lasted. The very, you know, very short time it lasted. Uh, Antonio <laughs> Gibbs, I got, I got you, Antonio Gibson. Four total touches, 31 yards. The fact that this man is still over 45% rostered blows my mind. Um, You can go ahead and get rid of him. Uh, you could drop Jahan Dotson too. Right? Stop throwing to Jahan Dotson. Bad things happen when he, they throw to Jahan Dotson. Well, that, pa- oh, wait, that last pass was definitely not him, though. I know. How are you going to... <laughs> like come on dude come on out. He, finally saw, he finally saw a bunch of targets right but uh, yeah it should have been curtis samuel getting those targets though yeah. come on curtis samuel's way better uh, i'm sorry jahan, jahan dotson but like, whoa, 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 whoa. i don't know if curtis samuel is better now. <laughs> i wanted i don't want to fully go on to that we the fancy debuters do not fully adore nah, whatever. Said, as a keone statement Kirsten was not way better than I I know. I'm just I'm just I'm just upset because I had Tardis, Curtis Samuel. Oh I just upset yeah. I had Curtis Samuel. All right, that'll do it for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to tell your friends where you guys are getting the best fantasy advice. Um our website, daydreamermedia.com. Go ahead and get all of our information over there. Social media at FF Daydreamers on all of them. Twitch.com slash daydreamer media come hang out with us sunday and wednesday nights a lot of fun come get your questions answered drop them in the chat we'll answer you guys' questions so you guys can get as specific as you want uh let us know and stay dreaming stay dreaming stay dreaming